0: That's Patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y, unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Podcast Mit Tom Reimann. And David Well.
1: Yes, sir. Read Bob. <laughs> We're podcasters. God damn, God, we suck. <laughs> Hell yeah. We're the worst, Dave. We're so bad at this. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Why do they keep letting us do this? Week after week, know. Dave. <laughs> Why hasn't anyone stopped us yet?
1: I don't know. I mean, someday we will be taken down. Yeah, uh, yeah. i
0: sure of one it. One day. One <laughs> day. <laughs>
2: oh my goodness
0: someone will take me out with a pickup truck and that'll be mm-hmm. it um uh, <laughs> hello everyone hello What an episode of Hyped cast cast the show where we get hyped about stuff and things i am your co-host tom ryman
1: i'm your other co-host david bell
0: greg what do
3: i greg that's you greg what do i do
2: yeah, tell them your name that.
3: greg oh i'm am i officially like a co-host i thought i was maybe a guest or something
1: yeah you can you, you can be whatever you want you can say you get to you introduce can yourself yeah, you get so to, you could it's... say like i am company president mm-hmm. like you can you can yeah
3: well i am head foreman of the new york grand jury greg smith
1: nice hey
0: <laughs> pleasure to have you on the show <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: yeah i didn't have much going on so i thought i'd swing by
1: <laughs> yeah of course uh, uh thank you so much day. for being
3: on greg thank you for having me i'm i'm hyped to get hype
1: good i'm i'm hyped that you're hyped to get hyped uh and therefore i win
3: well <laughs> okay i i seed
1: <laughs> thank you I greg no uh before we get started uh do you do you want to plug anything do you have anything to tell people right off the bat right away you know you got the whole world's listening Anything you want to say? <laughs>
3: Holy cannoli! Uh, plugs right away. Mm-hmm. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at smith L. Greg. Uh, If you live in Los Angeles, you could go to the UCB Theater April twenty first at ten p.m. to see me do some freestyle hip hop comedy with my group Dope Town three thousand. Uh, oh, cool! And if you live in Houston, Texas, my horror short film Listening will be having its world premiere at the World Fest in Houston. Uh that's uh April 24th through the 30th. Wow, that's so cool, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah.
1: Well, uh I, as we probably already said welcome and thank you. Uh Tom, how you doing? You doing okay? What's doing going okay. on over there?
0: I'm doing okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just sure. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying myself. I'm vibing. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. uh-huh. How are you doing, Dave?
0: How's the, how, how everything's going over there?
1: Terribly. No, I'm actually mm. good too. All right, we've. Uh, I'm glad we established this. Yeah, that we're all good. We're all hyped.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm sufficiently hyped. But I'm i could actually but hyped. I, I have I have space for more.
1: Yeah, uh, I I always have room in my heart for more hype. Yeah. I'm like I'm plate generally two hyped two at a buffet.
0: I could do two more
3: plates. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> for,
1: for there's, sure. There's
0: there's always room in my enlarged heart for. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm hyped because I'm seeing Dungeons and Dragons tomorrow. And oh sweet! I'm seeing it tomorrow as well. It's one of those nice it's one it's one of those movies where i haven't thought about it for a while uh and then it just is here and i'm like you know what i'm excited about this uh you know i'm into Yeah, this. same I, I i it's got good reviews it's uh, presumably has dragons and dungeons
0: possibly dungeons if if we're to believe what we are being told it also mm-hmm. has honor um, among thieves i believe yeah it's a bold offer yeah
2: <laughs> Yeah, I kind of uh, wish uh,
3: it, the thieves were sort of punished properly. Um, right. I just, I, I think, what kind of message much. does that send? Yeah, I don't want the kids walking
0: away like crime is good. Do you know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. Somebody needs to be responsible. Dungeons and Dragons.
2: Yeah, it's true.
0: And it's not uh, going to be me. So it has <laughs> to be you. <clears throat> uh, you.
1: So you guys want to talk about trailers?
0: Dave, I had been waiting all day to talk about these trailers.
1: Okay, good. Because first we have to thank some producers, so uh, let's do that too. Uh, okay, okay. I am,
0: I am equally excited to do that.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> hey, big thank you to the lubed up ghost of Dave Thomas. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, thinking of at nerd number, it's a
0: slippery ghost. Mm-hmm. Thank, uh, you. thank you.
1: Thank you to Zero Charisma. Thank you. Thank you to Aaron Burser. Thank you so much. Thank you to AJ. Thank you. Thank you to Andrew Howe, Deck the Halls with Blood. Thank you. Thank you to Asking7. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to barry 2 says, Happy birthday, Scrappy. Now, listen to yesterday's we just watched. I believe that is not supposed to be that anymore. Uh, uh, well, thank uh, barry you Barry, anyway. remind <laughs> me what it needs to be about Ska, right? How you hate Ska, right? That's is what that it right? is. No, it's not. I can't, can't, do, that. I can't yeah, do that. I can't do that to Barry.
0: Don't, don't put that evil on Barry.
1: Okay.
0: Um, right. Let me jump in here. Thank you to Bob Grenville. Thank you. Thank you to Bootler Bootlesson.
2: Thank you.
1: Thank
0: you to Brian Whom Tom Knows.
2: Thank you. Thinking
0: you to Brockway Loves the Meat Millie. Thank you. Thank you to Chester's Prophet. Thank you. Thank you to Christopher Robert Sparts Esquire. Thank you. Thank you to Dan Hackroyd.
2: Thank you. Thank
0: you to Davey the Ghost of East Las Vegas Francis. Mm-hmm. And thank you to David Knife Boot Henson.
1: Knife Boot. Mm. Thank you. Mm-mm-mm. Thank you very much. Okay. You guys got two ghost
3: producers. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I think there's more than that. It's uh, We're really in touch with the supernatural here.
0: Spooky. Yeah. Dave and I are both mediums. Yeah. Oh, I'm an extra large. Uh, Hey-o. <laughs> 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 All
1: right. Settle down. Should I leave? Uh, it's <laughs> no, time. No, 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 no.
0: Do more. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, Listen, Elemental. The Pixar film, we've seen a teaser for it, and there is now a trailer. Uh, my note was that this is the most Pixar film ever, because it really feels like this is as Pixar as Pixar gets, right? It's a world of elements, and water and fire get together, and their love is... Uh, forbidden, forbidden or whatever yeah. it feels really Pixar right and then it's gonna like teach a lesson yeah and all the adults are gonna cry including myself honestly
0: yeah I don't know I'm not really feeling this one yeah I,
3: think, I mean I think no. it looks maybe, really maybe I'm just really a bad. grumpus oh really yeah I wait to me it it's missing some of that kind of punfully intended elemental stuff of the Pixar formula. I, I feel like the jokes are all kind of over-cranked. I feel like I'm not seeing sort of the heart of it. And I feel like a lot, maybe it's just the way the trailer is cut, but there's a lot of kind of blankly performed exposition. It just feels, it feels a little like a slog to me.
1: Well, you know, I do kind of agree because I, I when I say it looks like a, tw- uh, a Pixar parody, like it really does in that it looks like, it's, it's like low-hanging fruit in a way of like, these people are different. <laughs> and they're in a society that's separated. And it's like, I don't know, it just feels like a very like, a very ham-fisted one. I don't know. Uh, But I, yeah. you know, could be yeah. wrong. I'm just seeing a trailer here, you know?
0: Yeah, of course. Um, Yeah, I think I agree. Um, that I, I couldn't really articulate why I just wasn't feeling it, but like a lot of what Greg said kind of clicked like it does it does kind of feel a little little cynical weirdly like weirdly but maybe that's just because it's the first trailer i don't know
1: i know it just it feels cranked out it really like
0: it kind of does yeah
1: yeah it just it's like yeah let's give them you know another one i did another uh, one of these
0: because i i couldn't super
3: recognize a lot of the voice cast so i looked it up and a lot of them are kind of either not celebrity stunt cast but still sort of famous working actors or just straight up voice actors which i think is kind I of like a, that yeah it's a dying cool. art i think in contemporary animation and i i dug that it went for that it also has joe para in it which always excites me
1: yeah i think so one of the things we're kind of circling is pixar is also starting to have like a dreamworks problem which is like, okay, I thought Soul was great. I really liked Soul. Too. But it's still like, oh, these little colorful dildos, right? <laughs> uh, and Inside Out kind of started that. Yeah. Where it's like, here's some abstract characters that represent an abstract idea. Uh, and this is just kind of that again. And I feel like they've done it a few times. Whereas again, Soul was really good, which is why I'm saying like, I don't know, maybe this will be really good, but I think it's more compelling when they do something like Onward where they're like, or Luca where they're, where they just like, let's do something like very different premise wise, as opposed to like, here are these little fucking dildos that represent this abstract concept. Like we've done that a few times.
0: I love that. That's how you think of them.
1: As little dildos.
0: Yep. Just little dildos.
1: Well, dildos. It would be... I mean, I mean, I think dildos is a good... It's a good stand-in for saying, like, gizmos, or call It It would be difficult yeah. I guess... <laughs>
0: and, like,
3: unsatisfying to use a water dildo. Mm-hmm. It would just kind of, like, fall <laughs> it apart. It is a little
1: water dildo, though.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's true.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Do not endorse that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, yeah, it just sounds like it does not get you anywhere.
0: Yeah, so, I don't know. It could just be first trailer, or... I don't know.
2: I don't know Maybe either. Maybe
0: it's just not that good
2: and we'll see
1: i mean we're basing it off of one goddamn right. trailer yeah exactly. it's just that broad premise it does feel like it's like oh they're kind of phoning this this premise in mm-hmm. but again it's it's hard to tell you know um it just feels like an easy one for them yeah yeah uh
0: yeah, like like almost almost like a you can almost see the checklist when you're yeah. watching right. the uh the but trailer. Again,
1: so does like something like yeah, soul a little that's, bit like that's true yeah that's and that true. was very good mm-hmm. because it's like yeah it's it's your soul it's like it's such an obvious concept to go after but i think that movie was very good so like yeah maybe they'll they're starting with something that's easy to understand and then they're gonna do something good with it no yeah. way to know
0: it's gonna get real lynchian
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um well Should we talk about this asteroid city?
0: Yes. Oh yeah. This is definitely should.
1: I think also the most Wes Anderson film.
0: I know every Um, one
1: of his films becomes a parody parody of the last one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: I had. I was a huge Wes Anderson fan for a while, and then I kind of fell off over the last few movies. Um, But I'm pretty back on board with this. Like this, the whole look at this movie the storyline where it's uh it's about um people trapped in kind of like a nuke town in the 50s yeah um on near like a testing facility um i'm really into that like look and vibe and you know I've, I've like i said i was always a a wes anderson fan so i'm like i align with his style of humor more often than i don't um so the, like the this,
1: dry tone is usually yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. So like this this trailer is like extremely my shit. So I'm definitely mm. gonna see this one. I didn't watch like the, the newspaper one, the French yeah. French dispatch.
1: I haven't seen his last two. I'm a big, yeah, big. Same. I'm
3: a big French dispatch truther. I think that movie slaps. Um I kinda hmm. like that Wes Anderson is just becoming more and more a purer, distilled almost self-parodic, parodic, parodic version of himself. Um and this one, yeah, the color temperature is so neat. The compositions are so immaculate. I really like that we have kind of that dry tone but also that Tom Hanks seemingly incapable of giving kind of a deadpan line delivery. All of his lines felt very heartfelt and emotional. I really think I'm going to fall in love with this one
0: yeah i'm glad you uh, mentioned hanks i'm super excited for tom hanks to be in a wes anderson movie yeah. and i loved the tiny detail of the revolver tucked into his waistband <laughs> hell
1: yeah Yeah, he <laughs> just man he just keeps collecting honkies for his films uh-huh. uh i yeah i might see this one uh more likely than the others but i've kind of made peace with it where like you know i i just don't ha- i have the opposite effect mm-hmm. which is that i his early stuff i liked because it felt less limited and now it feels like he's limited by his own like shtick that he has to do every time uh when it's like just people saying lines very dryly in these very you know symmetrical straight on shots that are all very twee and bright and 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 they just start bleeding together for me a little bit which isn't to say that he isn't talented and like like he is very funny i've just sort of it's not even like a conscious thing i just like Never saw French Dispatch. It just never, I just never found the time. You know, like I kind (laughs) of lost my passion for Wes Anderson. I suppose Um,
0: it's it's like a kid you don't play with. I just never found the time.
1: (laughs) No, it's it's not like I wasn't like fuck this. You know, I just I just lost interest. You're kind of like um, uh,
3: one of Wes Anderson's deadbeat dads. You're just like I'm sorry. Yep. Sorry, Ben. You're a, real, yeah. you're a real Gene Hackman. Yeah,
1: yep. <laughs> I pulled a real Hackman.
3: I guess it's kind of like, <laughs> you know, you, everything you say I do believe is technically correct. It, 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 maybe it's just kind of like that cilantro Gene thing. To you, it's sort of tasting a little like strong soap, and to me it's like a very delicious spice I can't wait to get again.
1: It's It's less, it's not quite that. It's more of like if you've eaten the same burrito every day, you get sick of it, where it's like, like you know what would get me back on board with Wes anderson if he did like a horror movie <laughs> or a genre or a different genre um but he does basically one thing every time and again he does it very well right it's just after a while like i just i tend to and this is the same thing i have with tarantino which is like they ramp it up every time they become more and more of that and it's like i don't know i i, I always go back to like You know, you're Robert Zemeckis, you're Richard Donner, uh, and even Spielberg, who can just make different genre films. Um, And it's like, yeah, if I'm in the mood for a Wes Anderson film, uh, it's like Cotton Candy, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like, yeah, if I'm into the mood for that or a YooHoo, then I'll be like, oh, I want one. But I just I don't have one. I don't really feel like having one most of the time.
0: They are all kind of firmly the same tone. Although I would argue, Fantastic Mr. Fox, I think was,
1: yeah, I, I really I, like that I, one. Yeah,
0: and and Isle of Dogs, are
1: because um, his his that. taking what he does and putting it in stop motion is a really fun thing to do, you mm-hmm. know.
3: Yeah, I do like that. This trailer but, to speak to sort of the different genre elements, you know, kind of like Isle of Dogs, he is leaning into quote unquote sci fi a little bit. Yeah, which I think is a neat sort of direction for him.
1: It's definitely a unique direction for him, right? yeah uh and it's got that going for him like again i'm not i'm not like against this film and right. like looking at it, i'm like yeah this looks fun uh i am excited to see like i think the most fun of wes anderson is to see which new actor he can throw into this bullshit like i <laughs> my favorite was probably bruce willis that was like a hell of a fucking
0: and he's uh, and he's, gr- he's great in that movie of course he is, is incredible yeah yeah yeah, he's so good in that
1: he doesn't get to do stuff like that and unfortunately he won't ever again because he's retired but it it was like that that's the sort of shit that like same with tarantino like two of the the, like their biggest assets is they have enough like pull that they can get actors who can do things out of type uh and that's a delight so like i am excited to see tom hanks do this type of film because he doesn't get to you know he has to play fucking Sully or whatever all the time.
0: <laughs> he has to land planes and shit. Yeah, um, yeah. it does seem like to to touch on what Greg had mentioned about it's this and Isle of Dogs kind of going more sci-fi. It does seem like there is definitely like an alien in this movie, right? Like it yeah. seems pretty clear that they see an yeah. actual alien, which is pretty unique for Wes Anderson movie. So,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure.
3: I wonder if there'll be, if it'll I be mean, like stop motion, like, uh, the fishies in
0: the life aquatic or something. That'd be fun.
3: That
2: would yeah, be cool. Yeah.
0: I really, that's my favorite one. That's Mine actually one too. of my favorite movies, period, yeah. is life aquatic.
2: That's a great um, movie. And
0: I love that. I love that decision. That was such a cool, uh, artistic decision.
2: For sure. Anyway.
1: Um, speaking of cool artistic decisions, <laughs> this next trailer. Yeah! ...is for Knights of the Zodiac. This just sort of sucker-punched me. It's just me like, too. why is this... Where did this come from? This is what a, is
0: this? This is an anime, right? And this is the the f- oh. live-action uh, oh. uh, American adaptation of it. Sort of a Dragon that's, that's Ball evolution. Yeah, the Dragon Ball evolution of it.
2: <laughs> huh. I, yeah, don't, know, I, I just... don't
0: know anything about it. And I, I, I judging from the trailer... I, this it's a special it's a special boy story it's about this girl who's like the reincarnation of athena or something and then she has all these dudes around her that are her knights that are supposed to protect her and there's lots of magic harry potter stuff i guess i don't know
1: my hot take is that (laughs) i want to see this oh of course uh, obviously absolutely well i'm sorry i want to see it but also i think that like the effects kind of look good for some reason I, yes and not like good like well look... done but like artistically interesting Stylish. i guess is the way to put it
0: yeah yeah no they don't look bad at all it's just not it's not going for photorealism which what which is what so many other digital effects go for at,
1: yeah at, at times the
0: fight scenes kind of gave me like
3: scott pilgrim vibes that adaptation
1: Yes, there's something to this. Uh I totally agree. Uh where it just looks like it was made by someone who is good. <laughs> someone uh, intentional, yeah. Yeah. Um uh, I I also just realized watching this that along with dying and everything, Sean Sean Bean has to say a lot of fucking
0: oh man uh, he,
1: sci-fi fantasy bullshit says, and everything he's in, he even Lord of the Rings, you know, like
0: so much fantastical gibberish.
1: Right, remember fucking Jupiter ascending? He has to tell her that like bees are bees attracted to the her queen of the universe. Yeah, <laughs> man, poor Sean Bean.
0: Truly, what a picture. I
1: also yeah, love- this is. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you go.
3: Well, fine. I love that Fomka Johnson <laughs> uh shows up in this again. I feel like I haven't yeah. seen her in a while. I've always loved her. Um and she seems like she's kind of vamping it up, maybe as the villain, which is a fun look.
2: Right. And yeah,
3: I, I dig that um I had never seen the male lead before, and he's apparently the son of famous celebrated
0: martial artist Sonny Chiba, and that's that's really interesting. Awesome. That, yeah. that rules, yeah. I will say that the um, the bit of the story that I could sort of pluck out of the trailer was what Famka Janssen's motivation seems to be, which is I thought was kind of interesting for uh, a s- sort of special, special boy, special girl superpowers movie where she's like, her point of view is like, this, this power is bad for anybody to have. So I'm going to get rid of it. That's huh. right. kind of interesting, right? Very, yeah, uh, incredible. it's also just, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah.
1: It's also once again just nice to see her in things like she. Right. She should have never left us. Yeah. she has had a long tradition of playing terrifying hot women. Like that's her whole thing, right? Is and we scary need that hot to
0: not go away? Yeah, <laughs> it's and a it character can, type could,
1: we need. I don't know why it would go away. Literally, from the first time I saw her in TNG, she has just played that role, uh, <laughs> and she's killed it. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, I had one more thought on this, but I don't remember. And it probably doesn't matter. Oh, uh, yeah. looks real Sh- dumb, Sean, but I Sean can't wait Bean to see it.
0: Nailing that gobbledygook.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Holy Man. shit!
0: Sean Bean telling you you're Athena. Mm.
1: Of course he's in this. <laughs> like who would like? It's the least surprising person to show up in right. a trailer like, like this. Like you're
0: looking for him. Like you're. It's like all right. Where's Sean Bean? Yeah, yeah, I know he's in Where's Sean Bean? There he is.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Moving on to Transatlantic uh this is it seems like it's based off a true story is this a show i, th- I think also, it's a show it's a not
3: tell if it was a show or a movie either
1: that's we've we've kind of whined about that in past because they don't yeah it's a it's a mini series okay. which is that uh, i love i love me a mini series um yeah heck yeah yeah it looks like it's um an american journalist who was in France in the 40s and was helping people get safe passage uh out. Uh that's I mean a hell of a story like you know.
0: I really dug this trailer. It like yeah. I the, the story is interesting and it's like a it seems like it's a big ensemble cast so a lot of different storylines uh and perspectives to follow uh through this event. Um I'm into it. Yeah, me too. Me too. And it was kind of cool to
3: see different types of stories from people that you don't typically see in like a world war two kind of project. It was cool to see a queer storyline, a black storyline, yeah. female lead. Uh, that's just kind of neat.
1: They also, there's like a, there's like a tinge of like joy in this, uh, yes. trailer, mm-hmm. uh, and defiance where it's like, we're not going to just try to like make you fucking cry. Uh, and I appreciate that. Uh, it's got, a. It's got um, Modoc in it. That's
0: Modoc, right? Stole. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> is he gonna
3: show his <laughs> so little butt in
0: it? He he had better. He had better.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's uh, show me those transatlantic
0: cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> his, t- his tiny little buns. <laughs>
1: yeah, but yeah, I wish I had more to say about this because it's probably one of the better um, trailers. It's just like. Yeah, it looks good. I don't know what else to say. It looks really good. So no. people go check <laughs> cool it out. To this seems to Jacobs happen sometimes.
3: back in I feel like I haven't seen her in a while either.
1: Yeah, that was cool. That like threw me off a little. Like she's one of those actresses where I'm like after community. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. You're always funny to me. Uh, so it's going to like, it's going to take a minute for me to not see her that way. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like when
0: jim carrey did the majestic
1: exactly
0: like Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. it's the example (laughs) everybody has in their mind
1: right but yeah uh yeah looks good people should check it out um should we move on to uh, master gardener this is from fucking... What's his name? Paul, Paul Schrader? Schrader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For people who don't know, he like... Uh, he, I, I know he, he wrote, wrote Taxi, Taxi Driver, Driver yeah. and First Reformed. Mm. Uh, and he did Bring Out the Dead or the adaptation, rather. Yep. Um, He's directed a bunch of things too, yeah. right? His I'm last movie
3: was uh The Card Counter, which was... Right. Um, and- it was Oscar Isaac as an ex-veteran with a tortured past who has... Uh, turned to poker and this movie is about an ex-veteran with a tortured past who has turned to gardening hey uh, right. it's a little uh i, I don't know I, I know i was just saying i love when wes anderson does wes anderson but schrader stuff
0: is getting a little samey to me I, this trailer in particular felt kind of silly right like it felt a little yeah. corny well
1: I all right. I so he also did First Reformed. He directed rather, but like I like thriller schlock.
2: Yeah, and that's what this too. feels that's like.
1: Yeah, and there's this funny like thing where his name is attached. Joel Edgerton's there, Sigourney Weaver. So it's like big names attached to something that feels like schlock. It almost reminds me of like Stoker, a movie I really liked, but that's um, Park Chan Wook's only like English yeah. film, and it's like the plot on its own is like a schlocky thriller that's elevated by the people in it and that's what this feels like to me is like a schlocky thriller that's that normally people it would pass people by but it has some names attached right right so like i'm kind of excited but yeah it it looks a little
2: silly right
0: yeah like it was yeah like surprisingly so for all of the talent attached to it i was like oh this seems kind of (laughs) cheesy
2: i do love that they what
0: Who goes? I guess I will go.
2: I I yeah. think yeah. I
3: prefer the sort of semi-silly pitch y'all are doing. Um, and maybe I'm taking in some of what I know about Paul Schrader as a human into it.
2: But right. I just, yeah.
3: I feel like that guy is so humorless and so kind of like self-serious that I don't th- I don't get the vibe that it is like purposefully a little bit leaning towards schlock i get the vibe that he's trying to say a very serious thing
0: and just kind of not quite hitting the mark i i agree with you 100 percent. i do not think that is this is intentionally schlock but
1: that's of course going to make it funnier right like that's better (laughs) i'm looking forward to that aspect and
0: and, and paul schrader does kind of suck as a dude so
1: (laughs) i also i like that this is showing both both versions of joel edgerton there's only two modes uh it's long hair beard or clean cut uh and they have them both they have them long hair beard in the flashback so i appreciate that
3: i do love me a joel edgerton he's very good mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: he's got a weird little smush face i love him yeah. <laughs> he's uh, adorable his
0: tiny little face
1: yeah yeah i i mean i'll see this i don't know if it's good but based on everything we're saying but like if the if it's a movie that takes itself too seriously and is funny that's that works for me you know if it's like um fucking something like serenity <laughs> with uh matthew mcconaughey yeah. something like that i'd really oh, appreciate man.
0: <laughs> if only
1: if only uh nothing can really yeah, live up to that. Uh,
0: no 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 Sh- shooting st- falling stars like that only happen once a generation <laughs> um yeah man
1: (laughs) but yeah i agree with you guys Um, i did
0: i did want to call out there's a really awkward line delivery in the trailer where joel edgerton is saying is like defending sigourney weaver's grand niece by saying oh she's just learning how to express herself and then sigourney says and i'm the queen of scotland and the trailer she doesn't, like yeah there's like a dramatic music beat to like punctuate the line and it's just the goofiest thing to say right. and the weirdest delivery and it's right
1: sigourney's <laughs> obviously a great actress right but like i don't think but she that's not a great
0: that line. line that's not a good line that's it a also, bad line i i think they cut out a fucking there they definitely cut it very yeah, yeah, obviously right. clipped out a uh an expletive which i guess right. ma- do I we know. need
1: to explain these plots i mean it's just this guy is, like, oh, helping out Sigourney Weaver, and yeah. he's an ex killer, and then he seems to have an apprenticeship with this young girl who is going to teach her to garden. I assume, I don't know, there'll be murder.
3: Can we really become first reformed?
1: hmm I
3: feel like that's, <laughs> um, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we have another trailer here. It's called From Black. Yeah, um,
0: man. <laughs>
3: this
1: is—I uh I,
0: I don't know what's going on in this yeah. trailer.
1: I well, that's that's the best thing about I'm it. Kind in my of opinion. into it, yeah. I'm kind of yeah. into it, but I don't. It's shudder. It's about a woman whose kid is kidnapped, and I believe she's going to turn to Satanism to get her kid back. I think that's what it is. <laughs> she's also yeah. An, yeah. An, um, an,
3: uh, appears to be a recovering drug addict. Um, and I oh, that's right. I've liked Anna Camp in comedies and stuff before. Um. I think it it really seems like she's not giving a believable performance from this trailer. It felt a little cringe inducing to me.
1: She was a little over the top. Um I, I I could see that, but it's still I don't know, I'm still there's a uh, there's a lot of like creepy super stuff. About it.
0: Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of cool horror imagery in the trailer. Um and I like the premise of like basically making a bargain with satan so you're like okay tell me what happened to my missing kid at least yeah it's like, all right but we're gonna haunt the shit out of you too so
1: right it, it uh damn i wish i could remember there's a specific indie film about a satanic ritual that i really liked and uh people shout it out if they know it it's about a woman who's like uh, goes to this guy's house to perform a satanic ritual it was very it was very interesting this reminds me of that too um like there's this element of like she doesn't know what she's getting herself into but she's desperate um i don't know i think i just think there's like also i think this trailer is well done um it's not it a bad doesn't...
0: trailer it's just like a barrage of of kind of disjointed spooky imagery
1: yeah and you get the vibe yeah. like you get okay that's all you want from the show really yeah, yeah honestly she... yeah if, especially for a horror setup. movie
0: like this yeah
1: you get the setup and then you see like okay and a bunch of uh fucked up shit's gonna happen uh and that's that's all you need
3: yeah i liked the moment in the trailer where i think like the satan priest was sort of contorting his back or something and the new metal soundtrack goes and the arms contort in time with that it felt very like 2000s excessive oh yeah william castle remake kind of stuff that that aesthetic oh yeah
1: And all the demons, every I d- demon I d- I
3: likes do new love metal. The,
0: the Dark Castle movie. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Thirteen Ghosts slaps. Yeah, man. House of, <laughs> uh, House of a Thousand uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. it is. House on Haunted Hill? Yes.
1: Yeah, I would argue House on Haunted Hill. I. I, I the movie's pretty chill. What is it? Thirteen Ghosts. Thirteen Ghosts is one where we watched it. We re- rewatched it recently. Where it's like it's better in the memory, in my opinion. <laughs> Whereas, uh, I think House on Haunted Hill continues to be pretty good. Is that Jamie I mean, Bond little... made that
3: one?
1: I don't know. I'll look it up. But it's like it's still of its time, you know. But like Jeffrey Rush playing Vincent Price. That's pretty what awesome. Or can you it's ask fair. for yeah. David
0: Jansen's in it? yeah. Of course, oh. playing
1: hot chick. That's terrifying. Uh it's William Malone. I believe it's the director of fear.com. Oh, uh ho, do ho, I have ho, that? Ho. Yeah <laughs> it is. No, this director made House on Haunted Hill. Which, let's be honest, like that's better than you know most filmmakers get to make one solid thing like that. But uh, then after that, it, you know, and then
0: it <laughs> so really, really went into a downward spiral with Fear.com. Yeah. We don't
1: have they time. They did work on Freddy's Nightmares and Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show as well I'm seeing here. So that's something.
3: I didn't know they made a TV show of that. Apparently. We don't have time, but I am a bit of a Fear.com defender. We don't have time to get into sure. it, though
1: i mean i've also watched that one fairly recently I, I gotta push back on that
0: i think i think yeah we we watched that within like the last year i think well yeah i
1: think someone made us
0: you'll inspire me to rewatch it and see what i think yeah no yeah by all means
1: I do love early 2000s horror, not because it's scary. Like, yeah. remember Darkness Falls?
0: Oh, yeah. I've never seen Darkness
3: Falls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> does, does that... Is we'll have that... Have to watch I it do sometime. remember the
0: era, of course.
3: Is she, like, the Tooth Fairy? Do I remember that? Yeah. That's the Tooth Fairy one. There was, like, one, multiple
1: yeah. Tooth Fairy movies at that time. Yes. Uh, or, like, of course, Blair Witch 2, Book of Shadows. Book of Shadows. Yeah, hell uh, yeah. yeah. Mm, I that's t- where I rewatched
3: it's uh, the first Blair Witch last night, and the whole time I was thinking, this is a... Very good horror movie, but I wish there was more new metal on the soundtrack. I wish they were trying right. to like discover backwards messages, uh, right? And I, I just kind of wish it wasn't found footage overall. for
1: some reason. Yeah, uh, then, well, you have your answer. How Blair delighted Witch you 2. must have
0: been when Blair Witch Two started? Oh yeah, I was like, this is exactly <laughs> what I was looking for.
1: <laughs> I gotta rewatch that movie. I this movie's watch it the last like word in horror. <laughs> uh, um all right where are we what's going on oh okay so we're winding up we're really winding up for the big finale here (laughs) um fucks because the last trailer on our list is tommy wiseau's big shark
0: oh man return first of all (laughs) it it better be as long as return of the king (laughs) yeah
1: first of all i i don't think the shark looks very big but as we discussed in that uh that megalodon thing we were looking at yeah last week it shouldn't be that big so that's a point for tommy wiseau
0: that's fair that's fair um i do it's got
1: like birdemic effects it does
0: they're charming in a way um
1: you can call it that sure
0: uh i don't know it's (laughs) what what can you say about a tommy wiseau movie that's about to like what do you want me to like dissect this with a critical eye?
1: Right. I sort of. My thought is I don't care that much. I. 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 So when we worked at a Kamikaze when we had a booth, I. I. Um. Went and got, uh, Tommy Wiseau's thing signed for someone else, um, as a gift. And like nothing, nothing against like the room is very funny. Like it's one of those movies where if you haven't seen it, you watch it, and you go, "Wow, I did." I knew it was funny, but I didn't know it was this you funny. Need,
0: I think you, you need to point out that he signed a basketball, right?
1: Yeah, he did, which is very he signed funny. A
0: basketball. Yeah, he they, he they, signed a copy
1: they, of the room for me, but that he, the thing I have is a basketball, right. and it's it's perfect because it's, it's like what it's, they throw it's a, a football, football in the, the movie. movie, yeah. <laughs> And oh, not only so what they they were doing a deal where if you sign if you sign if you buy something and he signs it, he would sign a free basketball and throw it to you. So he threw it to me. That's the other part of the deal. But the, this is all to say that, like, he was exactly what you'd expect, which is like he knows that he's a thing now. And like it was this booth. It was all like hot young women running the booth because, of course, it was uh and uh poor those poor women i'm sure dealing with Tommy Wiseau uh but like it's that like twilight between self-aware and not where he knows like i this is my thing now right um i think that was and so it's kind of like when they made birdemic and then they made a sequel that just like played up the campiness and it's like i'm sorry it's it's kind of done
3: yeah this is exactly my issue with this trailer now that he knows that like his brand is to make quote unquote bad movies it just kind of reeks of um like not understanding that the magic of the room comes from a lack of self-awareness and it's that kind of paradox whenever you see sort of a piece i'm a big fan of like outsider arts and sort of so bad they're transcendent movies like the room like the like birdemic but it really is kind of a lightning striking once situation, I think, because once you know, and you lean into it, it, you know, this this sort of just looks like a sci-fi uh, right, shark, a sharknado. sharknado adjacent kind of thing, right? right yeah, this is it's
0: wh- it's too there's too much intent behind making a movie about a giant shark that's running through the streets, essentially. Like, yeah, it's.
1: This is it's, why the real bad film snobs go for Neil Breen. Yes. Bless his heart. <laughs> yes. Neil Breen <laughs> seems to refuse to become self-aware. He's never had God. that
0: moment. Right. He's not, he's not as into, well, I don't know if I, actually, I'm not going to say that, but like he, it, he didn't get, thing. he didn't get thrust to the position of being a celebrity like Tommy Wiseau did. Like Tommy right. Wiseau really enjoys being a celebrity.
1: Right. Um, also, yeah. if Neil Breen is self-aware, he's doing a great job
0: he's a master at, at hiding it, it. yeah it, it's, it's
1: Andy Kaufman shit because it, you know?
0: it has to be done in earnest it can't be done like that's why the sh- you know I sort of hate like the Sharknado movies even the I, like I enjoy some of them yeah. but like in general when something is being intentionally shitty or is trying to be intentionally bad it's not fun it's just it's like <sighs> You can't manufacture it, like like Greg said. I'm just repeating what Greg said, essentially.
1: Tom, yeah, but, it, you know... Tom, it's I true. do
3: want to get into, though, where, where I think this trailer gets the juice is what you've highlighted in our notes here, which is that about
2: halfway,
0: <laughs> two-thirds of the way through, it kind of takes a twist. How would you describe that twist, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> so the trailer ends after about 53 seconds, and then the remaining minute and 40 seconds of this trailer is a commercial for Tommy Wiseau's underwear um it's it's called tw underwear or twunderwear
1: i guess i think so this is the magic of wiseau (laughs) is because it's true he is self-aware but not as self-aware as you as he thinks because he is pushing underwear and i think he's doing that unironically and he's like no (laughs) i'm still a fashion icon of course right right? like maybe i make bad movies but i'm beautiful the trailer uh, is basically what this is
0: yeah exactly the trailer as a whole as a single piece like with the 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 big shark and then his underwear commercial at the end of it that's that's the real yes f- uh follow-up film from tommy Wiseau. that's the that's news. the yeah exactly and that is the done completely in earnest <laughs> and this twinderwear moment it's
3: like it almost feels like he's trying to do like a 90s calvin klein ad where it's yeah artsy black and white but the images are like a little too distorted. The sound seems to be recorded in a well. And that's really where I want him to live. He's aspiring for something great, and he just can't so, quite get it.
1: I'm on TommyWiseo.com. Good. Uh, and it looks like you get a free room DVD with when you buy the Twenderware. Uh Currently marked down, it's twenty dollars marked down from fifty dollars for this underwear. Wow! How many? That's pa- pretty good.
0: How many pairs do you get?
1: Uh, I think just the one.
0: Oh, just one pair. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: okay. It's uh, That's. I mean, they look like it's... probably like underwear that he just like ordered to have the name Tommy Wiseau on them. Um, but like, you know, my hand is going to the add to cart button. But obviously, uh, yeah. I need to stop. <laughs> I need to stop. But like. I see the, you know, I get it.
3: I mean, how cool would you be if you show up to the court with your Tommy Wiseau basketball, rocking your twunderwear? Right. You know, you got to make
0: that statement. Right. With um, the phrase casino goals tattooed across your midsection.
1: Here's cool. Here, Okay. So here, this is cool. With every purchase, a free um uh COVID mask. So Wiseau, it, for all his faults, <laughs> at br- least does he breathe into that. It?
2: that would be amazing Each one
0: has been breathed in by Tommy be Wise, so. <laughs> they could get the mash like yeah i could smell him i can smell him
2: right
1: uh it continues by the way to be an extremely funny detail that the room dvd uh the cover is just his face <laughs> <laughs> which is like that that's that sums him up right is it's the most self-centered yeah like thing to do um is like no that's what they want to see it's just my fucking face uh
2: close up
0: and it's it he doesn't even have the awareness to have the image actually reflect anything about the character he was trying to play and, yeah. and, which it's is like just like this, a mugshot right it's supposed to be this tragic betrayed man who takes his own life out of out of agony Um uh, but he's like clearly just trying to pose as cool as possible yeah for the guy. it's like such a disconnect
2: yeah
1: It's nice to appreciate how funny that was when it first (laughs) happened. Uh, Alas, I don't know about Big Shark.
0: I I don't know. I'll watch it. Yeah, I probably will too. Yeah.
1: So many many episodes, I guess, has ended with us going, yeah, I guess I'll watch it. I guess I'm going to
0: watch it. I'm not not okay. going to watch Tommy Wiseau's big shark movie. Like, exactly. I'm like, not a, what I'm, am I going to do? I'm not an ogre. My heart's not made of stone.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, that's, that's it for the
0: trailers, man. <laughs> we can get into
1: some news stories, but first we have some more uh, patrons to thank. So oh, yeah. Let <laughs> us do that. Big thank you to Deborah is awesome. Can- uh, Barbara is great. And cancer can go to hell. Thank sure you. Can. Thank you. Thank you to Dracula, the bus-driving vampire.
0: Toot, toot.
1: Thank you to Driftless wrote Mabel's name in the Witch's Book of Blood. Thank you. Thank you to E.T., the extravagant Terrestrial. Thank you so much. Thank you to Evil Ed 209. Thank you. Thank you to Exploding Runes. Thank you so much. Thank you to Funky J. Mostly comes out at night. Mostly. Thank you. Thank you to Glitterous CFO of Michael Shannon's Chocolate Factory. Thank you. Thank you to Heathcliff's Helping Handful. Thank you so much. Thank you to Hombrace's Mabel, step on me.
0: (laughs) Thank you. All right, let me jump in here. Thank you to ImpossibleWorlds.net, the new quarterly anthology featuring works from creators like Michael Swaim. Thank you. Thank you to James Cameron's prolapsed locomotive.
2: Thank you. Thank
0: you to Chris Shanovich.
2: Thank you. Thank you
0: to Look Mime on a podcast. Thank you. Thank you to Mackenzie Fuck Shuffling with Willem Dafoe's confusingly large dick chill. Thank you. Thank you to Mercurial Oz. Thank you. Thank you to Mike the Lurker. Thank you. Thank you to musical guest Rob Richie. Thank you. Thank you. No one can hear you and no one can hear you scream in space, McNulty.
1: Thank you. Thank you. All right, stories. Uh, you all knew this was coming. <clears throat> this is uh, rumors still that, according to Chris Carter, uh, Ryan Coogler is rebooting the X Files with a new cast um we of course have been tagged in many a tweets yeah, about yeah. this uh so uh the what do people think
0: yeah i think <laughs> and
1: moving on yeah moving on
0: no i think i i think we already saw once um how essential Mulder and scully and that creative team you know like chris carter was to Uh, what made the X-Files popular because when they took Mulder and Scully off, that's when the show really lost its audience. Um, So I don't, it's, it's, it, I just think there, if you wanted to do like an updated kind of spook them up monster of the week show, uh, you can just do that. It doesn't need to be a reboot of the X-Files. It just seems, Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't seem as, um, I, I, in my mind, it's kind of like Ghostbusters, how they keep trying to make Ghostbusters happen, and it's like, well,
1: you're the second person I've heard say that. It's it, exactly it.
0: Like kind of Ghostbusters, what was what people liked about it wasn't like the universe and like the idea of busting ghosts. It was those actors playing those characters specifically. Lightning in a
1: bottle. Yeah. It, I, the comparison I made in the notes is Twin Peaks, where it's like Twin Peaks is kind of of a time, of a cast, and of a showrunner. I would also argue the X Files is of a time. Uh, and what I mean yeah. by that is, like, doing a lot of anti-vaccine conspiracy stuff. Not really great right now. Um, and so, like, right, X-Files yeah. was... Conspiracies
0: were, like, fun in the 90s. Right. <laughs> it's it's, it's to not a degree, like to a degree.
1: Star Trek where you could just keep making them. X-Files, also like Twin Peaks, it was very nostalgia. It was this 90s kind of camp. Um, it's, it's you know, we, I mean, we're we're currently experiencing the doggy years, which is, like, the same writers, same people. Um, but, like, you can tell, like, they're losing the magic. Uh, you know, I'd be happy if they did a revival. But even a revival, honestly, I think people were just sort of like, meh. You know? Uh, and so, like, I I just... I, I don't think you could recapture that. Um, and, yeah. That's all to say, yeah, Ryan Coogler doing a sci-fi alien show sounds great. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah,
3: I... I... That is maybe where I have my one vestige of cautious in any way optimism is that, you know, we saw Coogler take the Rocky franchise and the MCU and kind of knock out some really great work in those sort of maybe stifling spaces. Um, you know, I do agree that I wish we just lived in a dang world where Ryan Coogler could pitch a new Monster of the Week show. But there probably is a little bit of like political maneuvering creators have to do where, you know, if you want to make something, it has to have some kind of recognized name. Um, There is currently, I think it's on Paramount Plus, a show called Evil that
0: basically
3: is a diverse cast solves X-Files-esque horror-tinged mysteries. So, you know... Right. A lot of this feels it's best- uh, redundant, unnecessary. There's still a part of me that wants it to work, maybe just because I selfishly would like to write for a new X-Files show. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know.
1: I don't know. It's also funny that this is all coming from Chris Carter, who just sort of dropped this information. So I'm imagining, because the quote is, I just spoke to a young man, Ryan Kugler, who's going to remount the X-Files with a diverse cast. Yeah. Um, and it would be really funny if like he had a conversation with Ryan Coogler, who was like, yeah, I like the X-Files. <laughs> and if like, that was like, it. That would and, be cool. Uh, Chris Carter is just like, yeah, I'll give you the X-Files. I'm, I'm going to give you something to do. Cause I'm sure Carter would get all the money in the world. If this gets rebooted, Um, it's sort of like the evil dead new ones where I'm like, yeah, they're not quite the originals, but like, you know, Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell, they're producers on it, you know, like, I don't know. Everybody's having a good time. So like, if, you know, it's not going to take anything away from the original if no, they make no. a new one. And if they happen to make it good, that's also, that's great. Yeah, sure. Uh, I just am, you know, I'm a little, uh, like, like literally, uh, the quote finishes with Carter so he's got his work cut out for him. And I kind of, and I kind of feel the same way where it's like, yeah, that's a bit of a challenge, um, because I'm, I just don't quite see how that's going to work out.
0: I don't know. Maybe it like, like, um greg pointed out rocky was very much of a time yeah particularly where the series got as opposed to where it started
1: yeah i think what it comes down to is if he makes a really good show that's about paranormal stuff that just happens to be called the x-files that's probably fine too like i think the 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 follies will be if they're like we have to have one believer and one skeptic you know like we got to do this stuff you got to have the fluke man come back you know like if if he just sort of takes that Brand and that basic broad premise, and it's like, oh, this is the people who took over the X Files years later, or something like that, you know. But new dynamic, then I don't know, could be fun. Probably won't get tombs back, you know.
3: <laughs> like a, uh, same like actor maniac. No, probably yeah. not.
1: <laughs> it's not the cigarette smoking do, like,
3: man anymore. Now he vapes.
0: Yep, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the jewel man
1: that'd be amazing <laughs>
3: okay now the show now that? the show sounds good i'm in now yeah yeah now the
0: show sounds awesome yeah can't wait
3: no it's
1: just it. i think this is the better way honestly um because i've been complaining about it so much where it's like here's indiana jones again he's 80 yeah or like you know here's <laughs> batman again yeah, he's... um and even X Files did a revival, which again I loved because I'm just a stupid fucking X Files fanboy. Yeah. Um, but like that's probably it's probably better to if you if you have to revive a property, I don't know, start with new characters. It just uh, sure. I mean, you know, yeah. like,
0: like you said, the 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 worst case scenario is that we get a new sci fi horror show from Ryan Coogler. Like it's
1: yeah, exactly. Sure? Yeah, and things have been revived before. It's just that the X Files, I think. Uh, a lot of the reason people love the X-Files, like you said, it's the Ghostbusters thing. It's the vibes. It's the specific people. It was the specific time. Uh, and so it's just tough to see, but it could be good. Speaking of tough to see, uh, Lionsgate is uh, now considering John Wick 5. We sort of, we I think you called this, Tom, when we reviewed it, uh, because it's doing well in the box office. Um, of course they are. Of course yeah, they're of course like, they, they don't understand this. I've said it before, just, it's the it's the hey the audience really liked our encore we should play f- for four more hours it's like no you like isn't there a phrase leave them wanting more mm-hmm. like whatever happened to that wasn't <laughs> <laughs> that like a thing that you're supposed to do in show business
3: yeah, it's also Qu- uh, go ahead you y- you mentioned you reviewed it
0: are we allowed to like get into spoiler territories on
3: the hype? I don't <sighs> know
1: that's a good question
0: uh, let's try to avoid spoiling yeah, it sure. as uh, yeah. Because some people, mean, a lot
3: of people listening may not have seen it. Anyway, yeah, for sure. Uh, John Wick 4 sets up in my estimation a bunch of spin-offs and the spin-offs yes. seem very interesting to continue the story of Mr. Bobby Yaga John Wick himself after the film to me seems creatively not just unwise but like untenable, un- impractical.
1: Impractical. Yeah, I think they could do it um without spoiling things uh, we talk about that in the review of how, but it is, it's, it's just, again, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. The, yeah, uh, it's like.
0: Oh, go ahead. I will say <laughs> we all had that a thought.
3: We all yeah. had a thought. Uh, I will say that, you know, reading this piece in the Hollywood Reporter um, that you linked to, when they actually talked to uh, Keanu Reeves and Chad Stahelski, Stahelski, Chad Transylvania, I think. Um, <laughs> they do seem to be a lot more kind of almost that kugler effect a little more wary a little more like yeah it could happen we could come up with another good idea you know it would be fun but maybe right. we won't too
1: yeah it's yeah it's lionsgate wants yeah, it right so of course they're considering of, of it's sure. kind of like saying warner brothers wants more harry potters it's like of course they do it's uh,
3: wants more money.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is sort of, it's just that creatively bankrupt thing from studios where it's, you know, it's what we've talked about a million times when you like the studios have more power than the creators, yeah. that the decisions are made based off money. So it's like, yeah, imagine if they made Return of the King. And then they were like, man, that went really well. Let's make like a bunch more. I guess they did do that. I was that. about to
0: say, imagine <laughs>
3: if that happened. Yeah, but you know it's, what I mean? If it's they're like, thing let's thing make never, Return of the King
1: 2 They never and, like, like, sequel turned The Hobbit it.
0: into three books or anything like that. That would be
3: terrible. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: definitely great. They didn't but take you know The what Hobbit I mean? and like, turn it into a nine-hour trilogy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no,
0: But this is yeah. like,
1: it's almost more cynical where it's like, this thing is ending. Like, that's, uh, like, John Wick 4 is meant to end the series. Uh, and so it's just like...
0: At least this specific storyline, because what Greg was saying, there's our, it does seem oh, yeah. like there's at least one, maybe two spin-offs set up.
1: They're planting a lot potentially of Potentially set up
0: and- in this. And we know they're doing the Continental show and they're doing the ballerina movie.
1: Right. So, like, they even did the Marvel thing. And it's still not enough. Yeah. Basically, is they're like, no, we can't just like we. They don't just want to go forward. They want to do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, and it's, mind
0: they're, you, they're nervous to do to continue it without Keanu, potentially.
1: Yeah, I uh, I will say, and we probably should know this. John Wick isn't exactly like Lord of the Rings in that, like, it doesn't have a very doesn't have a plot that needs to be protected For uh, sure. or is very yeah. sacred but it's still like come on because the alternative is what we see it's what happened with harry potter the alternative is that they just stop making movies because no one watches them anymore and it's like don't you want to end like where it's supposed to end and everybody's happy do you really want to just make five more john wicks until everybody goes me and you, like it's
0: like culture club once said do you really want to hurt me
1: yeah, exactly. That said, I want to see 10 more spinoffs. Exactly. You know?
3: That's that's exactly my point. L- Lionsgate, if you're listening, and I know you are, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm i going to spend my hard American bucks on Ballerina, on the Rina Sawiyama spinoff I hope you're making right now. I'll watch The Continental. Like, I like this world a lot, and I want to see more yeah. badass, hyper-practical action flicks. I, I But I also... And it's it means you did a good job. I care about this particular character, Mr. John Wick, and I like where he ends up at the end of this film. I don't need to see him anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, that's the point of storytelling, right? Like, movies shouldn't be this modular where you can just tack on more if you feel like it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm sick of it. I want people to plan movies, have endings, and then stick to the endings, please. And um, even even things like John Wick, you know? Um, and again, they can make plenty more spinoffs and like, ultimately, like, I just want to see people fight each other in cool ways. Hell yeah. It doesn't need to be Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves. Right. Yeah. But and this, I don't need it to be him.
0: No, this team, these filmmakers, these stunt people, the, the, the choreographers and performers like that. I, yeah. I want them to keep making movies until the, the end of time.
1: Right. Uh, And that's how movies used to be, right? Like Spielberg would make Jurassic Park and he made a sequel and then he went and made other films. And we wanted to see those other films because we knew that was the person who made Jurassic Park. It didn't have to be Jurassic Park again. Uh, Of course, they made way more of those. But you know what I'm saying, which is like they could just say from the people who made John Wick and and people will go see that movie. Yeah. And, And we'll go see that movie and we'll like it, too. It doesn't have to be the same universe or the same character rather uh it's just i don't i don't get it i, I it's weird i hate it <laughs> <laughs> any other thoughts on this no okay okay well we got more producers to thank then. oh hey all right hey now let's do that uh big old thank you to norm from cheers thank, thank, you. thank you thank you to pete vor pagel thank, thank, thank you so you. much Thank you to Numino, ultra microscopic silico volcano coniosis, anti disestablishmentarianism Jones. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you to pre-order TikTok superstar Jason Parge's new book. Zoe is too drunk for this dystopia. Pre-orders are super important. Thank you. Thank you to Rev MD. Thank you. Thank you to Ricky Cilantro. Thank you so much. Thank you to Rosemary's Baby from Eraserhead. Thank you. Thank you to Screaming Horse Pyramid. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to Snapper Car Punches God Extra Hard in the Dick for Tom. We missed you, Tom. Oh, uh, hey, thank you. They were a little late, but that's fine. It still it counts. It counts. Uh, thank you to Sorry Cop, world's most laughable centrist. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you so to much. Steven. Thank you. Steven. Thank you, Steven. Thank you to the conveniently placed self destruct button on the top of every baby's head. Thank so you. So
0: convenient, so easy to access. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Does Jason know we have like a perpetual plug for his Yes Okay.
2: <laughs> He's aware <laughs> He's been made aware
0: uh, Let me step in here Thank you to Midnight Patron, <laughs> what Patron's at Midnight Thank you Thank you to the Oatmeal Savage Thank you Thank you to the 2B Terror Bunny, says Watch Dead Heat
2: Thank you, thinking, sure thinking
0: Thank you to these 7Bs Thank you Thank you to Tiger Drawers, Pratt Thompson Raindrops keep falling on my head
2: Thank you Thank
0: you to Tip Drizzle
2: Thank you Thank you to Turks Thank you. Thank you to Vincent with a Y. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you to why don't you take a flying fuck at the moon? Thank
2: you. Thank you to your mom. Thank you.
0: And thank you to Zzzz because Pie Guy liked being last. Nice. Nice.
2: Very nice.
3: Can I ask Days a follow up question to one of those producer names? Absolutely. Mm, sure. Oh, you don't like that? Never mind. You don't want me to? No, 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 do no, 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 do no, 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 do
1: it. I want you to
3: do it. You started to say no, but okay. Uh, The 2B1 mentioned that we should watch Dead Heat. Are they referring to the Joe Piscopo Treat Williams zombie cop horror action comedy? I can only assume that is the film they are referring to. All I can say is that I vouch that everyone should watch the film Dead Heat immediately. It's one of my favorite (laughs) genre classics uh uh someone just put it out on 4k i have the 4k it looks fucking beautiful whoever said that uh, thank you from me you have great taste
1: i've never seen this movie i'm looking at now and i'm like why haven't i seen
0: this movie it's so good it's what am i doing with my life fucking vincent price is in this movie sure is baby yeah we're gonna watch this (laughs) this is happening dave yeah we're watching this (laughs) tonight i think
1: yeah i think we are tom (laughs) i think that's gonna happen Oh,
0: oh man dave you know what else is gonna happen what is is you're, you're gonna you're gonna shut your pie hole okay zip your little lippies Zipping, right? zip zip the lips open up your ears opening and they open and then let, let me know dave whether okay. you have a movie that deserves okay. more hype
1: oh uh i do I what do. look yeah
0: oh man uh, greg i'm so excited you're here for, you're here for this
1: yeah yeah who the fuck it let's see this is um this is ifc films yeah the trailer is still not getting the numbers it should um this is called uh biosphere um this is coming out july uh this year july 7th i think on streaming it might be in theaters i'm not sure uh <clears throat> but this is a gritty biodome uh sort of uh not not completely it's got it stars uh sterling k brown and uh mark duplass uh you might know from creep he plays the creep uh in that movie he also wrote that movie uh along with this movie he co-wrote it with um one of uh his like usual uh people he works with um mel elslin uh who's who's like produced and written his work um and uh, boy, this just looks really interesting. This a lot of the reviews are like we can't tell you much, um, but it takes place in a biodome. Uh, the world has ended, uh, and to the point that everything out the window is just complete blackness. Like there, you don't even see like a landscape. It's just darkness. Um, and it's two friends who are in this dome. Uh, one of which was the former president, which explains how they got in this dome to me i like that idea that like this was the last president basically and his longtime friend and they're in this dome and the inciting incident is basically like that the fish they're farming uh the last female dies and that's their source of food so it's these two friends um basically dealing with the fact that they are the last of humanity and they are probably gonna die um and it also seems like that the president probably had something to do with the end of the world. Uh, so that's interesting. Uh, and it's a very dark comedy. It's apparently like really uh, uh, kind of walks the line between like dumb, silly, like dick jokes and like like very, very, um, you know, emotional. And from the reviews, people seem to think it does that very well. It's got a good rating, at least in Rotten Tomatoes, uh, out of only 10 reviews though. Uh and so it just looks like a really compelling movie to me with two very, you know, good actors just doing their thing. What'd you guys think of this?
3: I thought it looked uh like such catnip for me. I'm so grateful you brought this to our attention. Um there's no subgenre uh that I adore more than people stuck in a room trying to figure it out. Um yep. Sterling K. Brown is like one of my absolute favorite working actors. If y'all haven't seen Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, that movie is so good. And he gives a performance that sounds maybe similar to what you're digging about this, David, where it like switches between silliness to menace to satire, kind of on a dime. And he just clobbers it out of the park with each switch. The tone looks really like intriguing all of the kind of hints of what transpires make it sound very kind of transgressive and chaotic. I, I'm I'm all in on biosphere it looks
0: dope as heck. Yes. yeah, I loved this. Yeah um, yeah it's I just everything Greg said um, I like how I, I like the little the I like that it seems simultaneously silly and also really powerful or like right. like clawing at like real emotion. Um and I like I like that there's kind of a a little bit of mystery to it. Um especially from what I'm reading from the little excerpts of uh reviews that you included, it's like they don't uh, they apparently the movie doesn't completely explain everything and I I like when movies do that. Yeah. Yes. Um,
3: um the reviews yeah. also
1: seem to say it doesn't cop out. Whatever that's going to mean. I can't mean.
0: wait to find out what that means yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) i have an idea (laughs) i do too
1: um but i uh, the the one thing that the reviews did mention where they're like we won't go past this is that they notice a green light in the sky and i i think that's when all the reviews are like and we won't say more than that so like i think that's the final hook um yeah so i there's also an element of like what the fuck is gonna happen in this like i i like the exploration of just these two characters talking but i'm also just like super fucking curious of what they will tell like it's setting up a world like this idea of a pitch black uh uh like nothingness outside the dome is like what does that mean you know are they gonna explain it i like i like this idea it's like cube but like fun (laughs) um so i don't know uh yeah, this is also catnip for me, which is why I shared it. And I'm frankly surprised I haven't seen any, like, sometimes I look up the trailer and I'll look up, like, alternate, like, the Joe Blow ones or whatever to see. I haven't found a trailer this, that's, like, a lot of people have seen, uh, which surprised me because it just looks compelling as hell. So, uh, Biosphere. It's like Biodome, but Sphere.
0: Mm-hmm. They're, relate- they're in the Dome family. Yeah. Well, they're, but they're all in versa. the Domeverse, for sure.
1: Domeverse, for sure, yeah, you. yeah,
0: yeah. The extended Domaverse.
1: Yeah. yeah. The ED. You gotta have it. <laughs> and if it does really well, maybe they'll make an unnecessary
2: sequel.
0: The I Dark think, Domeverse.
2: I think yeah.
3: it, it could be fun. I'll, I'll just give this pitch for free Lionsgate. Make a John Wick movie that's 70 minutes long, and it's literally John Wick, another similarly capable assassin, stuck in one room. And they, yeah. they don't stop until one person's left standing. Yeah, fuck it. Just a 70-minute-long yeah, fight
0: scene. That sounds fun. Yes. Yes. Do
2: this movie.
0: <laughs> Lionsgate, I know we you're deserve
1: listening. It. We deserve it.
0: Yeah, we've earned this.
1: Yeah,
2: we're good. We've been good. We're
1: good
0: little boys. We, d- we bought tickets to four John Wicks.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, Guys, that's a soad. We've done it. Woo! So we did it, uh, Greg. Thank you so much for being on the on the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun to
3: chat about fun and even not fun sounding pop culture with two fun
0: little boys.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's us. Thanks.
0: that's all I've ever wanted to be.
1: Yeah, <laughs> do you want to um... fun little boy? <laughs> <laughs> you want to do a little more pluggies right here at the end?
3: Oh, I'll oh, yeah. It's Smith L. Greg, Twitter and Instagram uh yeah april 21st ucb theater 24th through the 30th the world fest film festival if you want to see my little horror thriller it's called listening it starts out as a movie about how targeted ads are listening to us a little too carefully and then it twists into something a little more i'll leave the rest for you to see houston texas thank you
2: okie
1: dokie thanks um well i will plug our patreon patreon.com Sorry, www.patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. Uh, you go on there, you get access to uh, some exclusive fo- podcasts for just $5 a month. You get uh, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder's Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. We also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. You can be a part of that for just a little more. We do it through our Discord Uh which we have a lovely community there. We will be probably uh watching uh this fucking Almost
0: certainly be watching Dead Heat tonight.
1: Yeah, that sounds (laughs) like something we do.
0: It sure does, Dave.
1: Yeah, and I think I know what the other one will be. Yeah. Uh it's gonna be uh you know. It's gonna be a a night to remember. A night to remember we also uh,
0: have a store head over to gamefleetemployed.com you'll find a link to our teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs so you can get on t-shirts mugs, stickers, posters all sorts of things so slap your Joe Piska peepers onto that
1: nice do Hell it yeah. yep. do that Yep,
0: yep what yep. a treat Williams hey there it is
3: That's
2: the best movie yes. ever made
0: it sure is
1: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> alright say goodbye everyone
2: goodbye bye, bye.
0: Our music is produced by Chris Corlew. You can follow him on Twitter at at thecorlew, C-O-R-L-E-W, and find more music at shipwreckedsailor.bandcamp.com. Our channel artwork is produced by Michael Vincent Bramley. You can find more of his artwork at instagram.com slash mvbramleyart. Our episode artwork is produced by Justin Brown. You can follow him on Twitter at Brown and find more of his artwork at artnessbyjustinbrown.com and justinbrown.info.